Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And you have good in abundance because you have tuned in consciously and conscientiously to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. And you have tuned in for one reason only, and that's a great reason. It's the only reason you should be listening because you care most in the entire world about one thing, and that is you, Y-O-U, E-W-E. And because when you're the best you, you help create the kind of world we all want to live in, a world where you can build bridges of harmony, peace, joy, happiness, and love. And that's the reason you tune into the joy of living. And you are now listening to the joy of living hosted by Voice America, carried through this magical, mystical, mythical platform called Internet Radio. And you are joining 271,000 917 people around the world who are also trying to become the best you possible. And when you do that, you will inevitably, by listening to this show, become healthier, wealthier, and wiser, and especially by listening to our guest today. This is a must-listen again, must-share show, and everything you're going to hear today, don't worry about writing it down, don't try to remember, just lean in, let it flow over you, because there's lots of good, powerful, positive, pleasant, and purposeful information that will be coming to you, and all you have to do is go to my website, www. BarryShore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, and all the information about what you're going to hear today will be there so you can listen again and share. Now, in this particular show, as you know, the reason you tune in, hundreds of thousands of people, usually you have 230, 240,000 people every show and another 30, 40,000 showing up because their friends tell them you must listen to the joy of living. And the reason you do is because we work with the three fundamentals of life. And those three fundamentals are Number one, life. Your life has purpose. Yes, every single life has purpose. And when you have purpose, the correlated result of that is you can go mad. You can go make a difference because mad in this case is a positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant acronym. Go make a difference. And how do we do that? By unlocking and revealing the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Yes, everyday words and terms. Simple example. We just said one. WWW. Ask anybody with a stand for. And they'll tell you invariably it has something to do with the internet. And factually speaking, that's correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And what a is a word, W-H-E-T-A. <laughs> what a wonderful world. And of course, a tip of the hat and a thank you to Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, for enabling that song to go viral and touch hundreds of millions, if not billions of people around the planet. And whenever you hear it, even the opening bars of that song, right away, what do you do? You smile. 
because SMILE is one of the most powerful acronyms you'll ever learn. You internalize, utilize, and leverage this, and you will make a difference not only in your life, but in the life of all the people around you. And that's what you want to do in life. You want to make a difference because SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, invariably, when I say that, I have right now, we have 20 questions up on the board. And whether I'm speaking to 50 people or 5,000 people or 500,000 people because of all the people sharing this, invariably, people raise their hand and say, but Barry, sure, I've been up for hours already. I haven't seen any miracles. And I ask them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Do you have food to drink? Do you have water to eat? Do you have food, uh, food to eat? Do you have water to drink? Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have family or friends? Those are all miracles. Just think about it. A million plus people did not get out of bed this morning. You did. They didn't get out of bed because they died. You're here. Millions of people are not getting out of bed this morning. We're in the midst of a pandemic around the world. Millions of people didn't get out of bed this morning. You're able to, I hope, 99.99% of everybody listening is able to be getting out of bed. Now, your humble host can speak about this because, again, to most of the hundreds of thousands of people listening, you know the story. But on September 17th, 2004, I was standing up in the morning, like I hope 99.99% of everybody listening, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. And that evening, I was in the hospital, paralyzed from my neck down. I became what's known as a quadriplegic. And it was not from an automobile accident or a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that took over my body and made me completely paralyzed. I was in hospital for many months. I was in hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was um, an upgrade, and I was in a wheelchair for four years, and I'm today, thank God, vertical and ambulatory, albeit with the help of a six-and-a-half-foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master, so I'm a triped, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb, and I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Why? Because I trained myself to see miracles in life every day. But I have to share with you, my, my eight-year-old niece, a couple of weeks ago, comes over to me and says, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. I said, why not? Smile, smile, why not? Sounds the same. I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. Isn't it wonderful? But when you begin to think like that and speak like that and act like that, you create the kind of world we all want to live in. Create is a wonderful acronym, and it really is important in today's environment. Create means causing rethinking enabling all to excel, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. We have the ability through neuro-linguistic programming to modify what we think about and therefore what we speak about and therefore how we act and we can create the kind of world we all want to live in. And the best way to do that is to utilize the two words I'm going to share with you right now. And I urge you all to consciously and conscientiously use these two words three times a day for the rest of your life. You do that and we will reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate the kind of rampaging hatred that is going through the world right now. And these two words are, drum roll, fanfare, da-da-da-da. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. 
to harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) Now, when coffee shops open up again and we can go back and order, you walk into a coffee shop, you order a fancy latte for five and a half dollars. You walk in, you sit down, somebody brings it to you, say thank you. Walk into your coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, a couple of minutes goes by, nobody brings it to you. You go to the counter and they say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. And then another few minutes goes by and they bring it to you. You still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and it's raining out. Someone holds the door open for you. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop and somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic. You're late for an appointment. and Somebody cuts you off. What do you say? Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, Thank you to harmonize and network kindness, kind, to keep inspiring noble deeds. I am honored, humbled, and and just so happy to be able to introduce to you a personal friend and one of the most intriguing, innovative, and, and inspirational people that I know that is walking the planet today because he cares about kindness and he puts it into action and he makes things happen. John Medved, are you there? Can you say a huge hello to 271,917 people around the world? Hello from Jerusalem. This is John Medved. Yay! Everybody heard that? He is calling from the navel of the world, the center of the world, radiating out kindness and goodness all around. John Medved, M-E-D, V is in victory, E-D. Remember where I got that from, John? And (laughs) (laughs) John is calling, as he says, from Jerusalem, and uh, because we are not bound by time or space. And I just want to dive right in, because the reason I... asked John and and urged him to be on the show to share with everybody is because we are in the middle, in the midst of unprecedented situations in our world. Uh, Just obviously a few months ago, the rampaging pandemic began. And now in the past couple of weeks, or just actually a week and a half, we have civil unrest in the United States, unknown at least since uh, my lifetime, let's say in 1968, which I remember vividly, by the way. Um, I haven't seen anything like that then. And yet John understands with his large vision and his ability to see things in a, a um, an ongoing good process where one can learn how to become healthier, wealthier, and wiser because of all these situations. He's going to speak to us first about a little bit about him. Actually, I'll talk about that in a moment. Don't talk about yourself, John. I'll do that for you. But let's just jump right in and talk to us about what Israel, the country, and your, the people in your world, the people of the innovative beings, are helping to lead the world in the current fight against the coronavirus. Let's start right there with health orientation. So, First of all, it's great to be with you, Barry, and continued good health and success. It's a pleasure to listen to you and to speak to your uh, community of uh, people who are spreading kindness. Um, It's really important in today's environment, given the fact that we're presented really now with unprecedented challenges. The challenge of this virus and the health situation is extreme. Uh, It's enough to get you depressed. And if that wasn't enough to get you depressed, then uh, you know, look at the economy, and that's sort of a little scary. 
But I'm a venture capitalist, which means not that I take adventures at Disneyland. I like adventures and I like to go out and explore the wonderful world we live in. But what a venture capitalist does is essentially I am a dream enabler. People who have dreams of new companies and new technologies, they come to me in my firm, which is called Our Crowd, and they pitch us and say, I need money in order to enable this dream to happen. I need to develop this piece of software. I need to help quadriplegics get upright, literally. I need to cure cancer, literally. And then we provide money to these people, let them actually save lives, change lives, improve lives, and then they also turn their inventions into companies and these companies either then, if we're lucky and, and persevere, they become, we're blessed, they become big companies and get sold or they go public. And then we make a profit and we give, you know, the majority of the profit, 80% back to our investors and we keep 20% for the pleasure and the hard work that we put in. And that's what venture capital is about. And what I'm seeing today is an unprecedented wave of innovation where people are creating new technologies and new ways to fight this pandemic. So in the past, for example, if you look over the last couple of decades, investors just weren't interested in vaccines. They thought that wasn't the place where you could make money. So guess what? We were caught sleeping. They also weren't interested very much in diagnostic tests and we were caught sleeping. But now we're awoke. Okay, we're awake. Right. <laughs> and, and we need to be investing and creating vaccines. So, you know, there are now 100 plus groups around the world rushing to bring a vaccine. And here in Israel, which is now known as the startup nation, we have four groups who are competing to bring that vaccine. The one that we're backing is called MIGVAX. And the story behind it is incredible because this is a group of researchers in the Galilee of Israel, in the way north, in a town called Kiryat Shmona, the town of the eight. Now we know in Jewish tradition that the number eight is supernatural. And we're hoping that that supernatural blessing helps us with this vaccine. Turns out these guys were asked four years ago to work on a strange new virus called the coronavirus that was affecting Israel's chickens. And so they went to work and developed a vaccine for chicken flu and literally were testing it, found unbelievable results, it works, and then the coronavirus for humans broke out. And so they said, wait a minute, with our advanced computational design tools, we can actually take the chicken vaccine we've made and turn it into a human vaccine. And that's the company MIGVAX that we've invested in at our crowd, O-U-R-C-R-O-W-D.com. I'm going to have to think of what that spells out, Barry, for our next visit. Yes, we will do that. That's very good, John. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's what we're backing. But to my mind, my late mother and many Jewish mothers and grandmothers always had the opinion that chicken soup was not just good for the soul, but it was really good to heal you. In fact, some I've heard it mentioned many times 
the chicken soup is sort of Jewish penicillin. And wouldn't that be great that the vaccine that saves the world comes from Israel's Galilee, from the city of the eight, okay, in Kiryat Shmona through a company called MIGVAX. So let's do a quick recap here because you've <laughs> touched on so many pieces in the puzzle of the greatness of life. And again, the genius of what Israel is, because John is talking about the Galilee. So obviously that touches a billion plus Christians around the world. And the idea of the eighth being beyond the natural world, as you said. And uh, I want to go back to something you mentioned in the very beginning. John is, again, I can say this, he can't because of his humility. John is not just a venture capitalist. John is a visionary. And I say that in every aspect of the world because he decades ago got together with other like-minded beings, and there aren't that many, he created a mastermind group, and they invested a what's in today's world considered a small amount of money, but still a couple million dollars, to seek out innovation and not be afraid to be a dream enabler, as he says. So I want to mention two things. When John says they put in money, it's true that they do put in money, but John is a creative, innovative, visionary person. They also bring to bear expertise because the people who may have the dream may be technically capable, but oftentimes you need a lot more in the soup recipe to make it capable of becoming what it needs to be and dispensing it throughout the world so that chicken soup does not only heal the body but the soul. So I just want to make mention to you, John, that dream, we have a card in our arsenal, it's called dream big, because a dream enabler, dream stands for doing remarkable, exceptional, amazing manifestations, and big stands for believe in giving, and that's really what you're about. Because when you're talking about uh, developing a, a vaccine, it's the ability to give that to the world to heal people. So that's really one of the interesting things that John is working on right now. We have a couple of minutes before the first break. I want to go to something that I just saw literally, I think it was yesterday or this morning, that there's something everybody knows that in today's world with the pandemic, you're urged to uh, wash your hands with soap and water or hand sanitizer. And yet we all know that the um, this terrible coronavirus comes in through the nose and into the lungs. And talk to us about a nose sanitizer, John. <laughs> we love it, but it's a nose sanitizer indeed. The company is called Sanotize, uh, with an N-O in the middle. And it was developed by an Israeli professor named Dr. Gilly Regev. She's brilliant. She's now living up in Vancouver, Canada, that beautiful you know, spot. And she started working with something called nitric oxide which is a natural found compound, which is known for its antibacterial and antiviral effects. And when Corona struck, she said, wait a minute, maybe this will kill Corona. She was pretty sure it would. And they tested it now in the antiviral lab in Utah, killed it completely, gone within two minutes. And now they've felt, developed a way to deliver this nitric oxide, which is usually in gaseous form, they put it into gel, spray, and liquid form, such that you can spray it in your nose with a like of an inhaler that an asthma, uh, asthma patient would take. And this will clear out your nasal passage, which is where the 
coronavirus comes and sits and grows before it goes down into your throat and then your lungs. And this way, it's almost like a alcogel or a hand sanitizer for the nose. And they started just a couple of days ago their clinical trials in Canada with hopefully hundreds of healthcare workers who are on the front lines who are just going and protecting themselves and killing the virus. You can see a video of this uh, on our website at ourcrowd.com. And again, and all you have to do, out. by the way, just, just to, we only have a couple, about uh, 38 seconds for the break. Just don't have to worry about writing everything down. Everything is going to be at the website, www.barryshore.com. All the information that John is providing with us, and much more, by the way, because John Medved is a cog. He's a channel of goodness, in addition to being a child of God. So we're going to be discussing this and much, much more after the break. Just in 30 seconds, John, just tell us, people are going to be snorting all over the world, and it'll be a positive snort. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> you might even do a little gargling with this, or what we call nasal lavage, but this is a breakthrough technology and we're w hoping for good results in their clinical trials. Okay, everybody, we're going to come right back to you. Keep your seatbelt on. Pick yourself off the floor because this is only the beginning of the world of John Medved and innovation and being of benefit to the world. He's really a Bob. That's his real name. Be of benefit. We'll be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. Good day, everybody. Barry Shore here. The most searched word on the internet after COVID and pandemic is stress, S-T-R-E-S-S, -S, because everyone, everyone in the world is suffering from stress, but you don't have to. Stress kills, but you know the antidote. Joy heals. Go to www.barryshore.com. www. What a wonderful world. Barryshore.com. B a r r y s h o r e. And find out what color is your stress. How to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate it. And it's all free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. You'll be happy you did because stress kills. Joy heals. Hi, everyone. Wouldn't it be great if there was a Facebook group where you could go, learn wonderful things, reduce your stress, live in joy, and they're giving away $1,000 a month in prizes for participating. How would that be? Well, it exists. Go to Facebook and look up the Joy of Living group. That's go to Facebook and search the Joy of Living group. Join today and you can start to learn how to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate your stress, replace it with joy, and they're giving away $1,000 a month in prizes. This is fantastic. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family, because this is the way to live in life. Enjoy daily. Make it a great one. Do it now. Bye. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are 
are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good and abundance and a two-legged being who is resident in Jerusalem, the holy city in Israel, the center of the world. His name is John Medved. I happen to know him personally and happy to call him friend. He's a serial entrepreneur, venture capitalist, an angel investor, the founder and the CEO of Our Crowd, which is an equity crowdfunding platforms raised over a billion dollars, invested in over 200 startups with offices around the world, and they are dedicated to helping people become healthier, wealthier, and wiser. We're talking about, with John, and we're, we've been discussing the some of the fights against the coronavirus that is being led by people from Israel, both in Israel and outside of Israel, but have, have emanated from Israel. And we're going to start now and discuss Israel's innovative ecosystem and why it's so exciting and powerful. I just want to start off by saying this show will be listened to, God willing, for decades to come, maybe even centuries. But right now we're in the year 2020 and we're in the first half of the year of 2020. And it seems as if the four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding through the world. You remember the four horsemen of the apocalypse are conquest, war, famine and plague. It seems like they're everywhere in the world, and yet we cannot let ourselves succumb to depression or be even being upset. We must live in joy daily and see ahead because we know, we know for a fact that we're here to be of benefit. And John is leading the charge. He was written up in Startup Nation, which is a great book by Saul Singer and Dan Senor, that he is one of the most innovative people in the entire country of Israel and therefore in the world. So John, let's talk about what makes Israel's innovation ecosystem so exciting and powerful? Well, I, I think it starts with our spirit. And, you know, some uh, might describe it as what we call chutzpah, okay, which is a unique form of Jewish cheekiness or gall, where we, on the one hand, we have this very interesting paradox, where people of revelation and people of of Torah and of commitment and of commandments. We just celebrated that holiday a couple of days ago, but we're also people who question. I mean, the the, the way that, uh, you know, a, to answer a Jewish question is with another question. And the, it turns out that in the, uh, the sources of, of the Jewish past, they were debating the question of why did God give the, the Torah, the Bible to the Jews? And one of the uh, rabbis said, well, it's because the Jews are daring. And that's a good answer, azinhen in Hebrew. But another one says, no, you're wrong, not azinhen, hatsufinhen. They are full of chutzpah. They are a little bit in your face, cheeky, always asking questions. And this is what makes us, I think, very special. We are always been dreamers. Right from our father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they were 
dreamers and technologists. Abraham was a big farmer into ag tech. He had tremendous flocks. His son Isaac built uh, incredible waterworks, was an expert in well drilling, which was critical in this desert. And his son, Jacob, was the first biotechnologist. If you look at what he did in terms of you know, raising sheep to get them black and spotted and whatnot, we have been doing this stuff since the beginning. And when you look at the fact that 30% of the world's Nobel Prizes have been awarded to Jewish people, what's that about? Now, anti-Semites will tell you, okay, this is because Jews don't play fair. There's some kind of conspiracy. But anybody who really knows the Jews and how disorganized we are, especially together, knows that's not true. Right. When, when people talk about, I'm not a member of any organized religion, we say, yes, that's right. We're Jews. We're not an <laughs> organized religion. <laughs> so the, the, the reality has to be somewhere else. And in my opinion, it's this daring, this chutzpah, this wild questioning, which turns this little country, the Jewish country now of Israel, with just over 9 million people, into a hotbed of creativity, a hotbed of startups, a hotbed of dreamers. But there are dreamers who get combined with people like me, who then go find money so they can make their dreams come true and build these incredible things, and that becomes the world's other Silicon Valley. And so when you look at the guys from Davos, the World Economic Forum, they've named Israel the most innovative country in the world. I mean, I think we're really neck and neck with the U.S. and the Silicon Valley is still an amazing, incredible place. But Israel is the world's second Silicon Valley. And that's what Dan and Saul write about in the book Startup Nation. A lot of it has to do with our unique army culture, the fact that our kids are trained with technology and to be mission-driven and to work as teams. A lot of it has to do with immigrant culture because we know that immigrants outperform in terms of business and taking risks. A lot of it has to do with, I think, a religious outlook of being a partner with God in creation. Our attitude is that the world was not completely done in those six days, that God left a big part of creation up to man to complete the work. Some people call it tikkun olam, or the fixing of the world, but it's our responsibility to leave the world a better and happier and more productive place. And that ethos has seeped into our culture for thousands of years. And that's what drives, in my opinion, the extraordinary performance and excitement that is in the startup nation. Let me uh, share with our listeners and specifically say to you, there was a great bumper sticker. Well, I'm calling it great now because I'm going to share with you the insight um, in the 1970s, I believe. And you remember this, John, because I think you were still living here at the time. The bumper sticker read, question authority. Do you remember yeah. that? I certainly do. So what you're saying, I'm interpreting it, this is what I've been doing for the past 50 years, interpreting that to understand, just like you said, the duality. Question authority usually means, well, you know, just those people, we're going to question them, in a, as opposed to the other side, which is go seek out authority and find out, question them, and get some answers from them, because they know something. So Absolutely, Barry. I mean, you know, in, our, in, our, in the Jewish tradition, there's a phrase that says, make yourself a rabbi. 
What does that mean? I to get some Play-Doh and I make a make a rabbi or an idol? No. It means to not only find a teacher, but to make him your teacher. And so the, the student has a responsibility to not only get that instruction from an authority, but to engage with it in active questioning. And it is that duality that makes this tradition so special. Absolutely. And, but, by the way, I want to interrupt because I want to share with people an insight into John. <laughs> I am privileged to have known John's mother and father. John's mother, an amazing, articulate, beautiful, loving, compassionate woman, a teacher. She was a teacher in every sense of the word. And his father was, as they say, a rocket scientist. <laughs> He's not For kidding. Sure. He was really a rocket scientist. <laughs> and, and, a, and a surfer in his youth. And a surfer. And by the way, one of the great hikers of the world. And I mean hiking in every aspect of the world, hiking through the galaxies as well as on land. But I want to go to something else that you mentioned about Israel. And I think it's so important to emphasize this. Jonathan is t- talking to us about Israel. Israel is a nation of immigrants. Granted, most of them from are, is, are Jewish by birth and come from almost every country in the world. However, there is a significant population of Israel, I think 30% even, that is not Jewish and as integrated into the society and into the mission and into the team aspect and into the idea of growth as every single Jewish person. In other words, Israelis now have a culture unto themselves so that Christians, Muslims, uh, Druze, people of no religion are uh, equally welcome in this wondrous cauldron called giving. They are. This is a nation that wants to be on the forefront of dream big. We said dream, making these Ideas come to life, and big stands for believe in giving. Israel is a nation, much like the United States, that is founded upon principles that want to change the world for the better. We are all here. Remember, three fundamentals of life. Life has a purpose. You can go mad. Go make a difference. That, I believe, is part of the Israeli ethic and the innovation. Am I correct in that, John? No, you're absolutely correct. And there's one more critical uh, item, which is that because we have lived with risk all of our centuries in the Jewish people, because we have had threats that are real and unfortunately have cost us many, many dear ones for generations, that also has made us realize how precious life is and how we're here in this planet and our life for a short period of time. And you can't be afraid. It's said that the entire world is a narrow bridge, but the important thing is not to be afraid. And so I think it's that no fear attitude of, you know what, we've, we've encountered some of the worst the world can send our way, and yet we overcome. We are going to take the risk. We're going to develop the science. We're going to produce the movie. We're going to make the investment. And we're going to benefit ourselves and the world by doing so. This is so important what John is mentioning right now. And by the way, one of the driving forces of this remarkable group called Our Crowd is, um, I'll say it like this, the democratization of um, uh, enabling people to invest 
and benefit from these innovations. Let's start the process. When we come back from the break, we'll continue. But talk to us about what are you what you're doing with our crowd and how you're trying to literally enable many millions more people to come into the process that not necessarily might not be because they didn't have the right amount of money, they weren't connected, et cetera, et cetera. So the whole purpose behind our crowd as you said, Barry, was to open up what was heretofore a really closed and esoteric part of investing called venture capital. And it was really limited to those huge pension funds and endowments like the Yale Endowment. You ask the average investor, even somebody with millions of dollars, which they've saved or earned or made in their lifetime, said, ever invested in venture capital? Say, no, I can't do that. That's a $5 million or $10 million investment. I can't get in. We said, well, what about taking a risk on an early stage company like a future Apple or future Facebook? I said, I'm not connected in Silicon Valley. How do I find a deal like that? So that was the problem that we set out to solve at our crowd. First, to connect people to those investment opportunities in Israel and then in the rest of the world. And we've succeeded, I must say, rather wildly. We've had a lot of great adventures, including investing in American companies like Beyond Meat, which was the best IPO really of the last couple of decades. Our people got in as private investors before the IPO. Our people got into Uber by us selling one of our companies to Uber, a company called Jump Bike. So we didn't pay the IPO price. We got in before. And that's the whole idea is to provide access to these exciting investment opportunities where you can potentially multiply your money. It's, again, full of risk. It's not, you know, in Hebrew, we call it hon sikun, danger capital. And the way to avoid that danger or to mitigate it is to work with trusted platforms like our crowd, but also to have a portfolio, which is not just one investment or two investments, but a family of investments, because there are going to be failures. There is no risk-taking. There is no dreaming without failure. Failure is part of this process. So as an investor, you have to build in your willingness and acceptance to fail by having that critical portfolio. And that's what we enable you to do. Which is very good, because in America, as you know, because you are also uh, son of the, uh, the United States, we call it fail forward. And we also have a very famous phrase in Talmudic literature is that uh, the righteous person falls seven and keeps getting up because that's the spirit of, we'll call it 48, or the spirit of 76. or the sp- In this case, it's going to be called from now forward, the spirit of 2020, because we are facing something unprecedented. And not only will we come through this, we will be better for it. That is the vision of a John Medved. That's the vision of an R crowd, the ability to understand that that which confronts us at the moment is not going to take our lives. Matter of fact, we understand that diagnosis is not destiny. 
many people are diagnosing the situation as dire right now. We're going to take those same letters and we're going to call it ride. We're going to ride this wave of innovation and we're going to become better for it. And you'll all be better. You'll be healthier, wealthier, and wiser. When we come back from this break, we have one more segment with John Medved. Don't go away. This is wonderful. See you just in a minute. Hi, everyone. Wouldn't it be great if there was a Facebook group where you could go learn wonderful things, reduce your stress, live in joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes for participating. How would that be? Well, it exists. Go to Facebook and look up the Joy of Living group. That's go to Facebook and search the Joy of Living group. Join today and you can start to learn how to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate your stress, replace it with joy, and they're giving away a thousand dollars a month in prizes. This is fantastic. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family, because this is the way to live in life. Enjoy daily. Make it a great one. Do it now. Bye. Good day, everybody. Barry Short here. The most searched word on the internet after COVID and pandemic is stress. S-T-R-E-S-S, because everyone, everyone in the world is suffering from stress, but you don't have to. Stress kills, but you know the antidote. Joy heals. Go to www.barryshore.com. www. What a wonderful world. Barryshore.com. B a r r y s h o r e. And find out what color is your stress. How to reduce, mitigate, maybe even eliminate it. And it's all free. Go to barryshore.com. Do it now. You'll be happy you did because stress kills. Joy heals. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good and abundance. Now, good is a wonderful word, G-O-O-D. Take that second O, make a little snip in it, elongate it, and now have an L. It stands for gold because when you think in good thoughts and you speak in good speech and you act in a good way, that's the real gold of life. You can buy happiness. That's the currency, the goodness called gold. And we now have with us John Medved, the CEO, <clears throat> founding partner of Our Crowd, which is one of the most innovative, the most inspiring crowdfunding platforms in the world. He just mentioned to you about the uh, some of the innovative groups that they've been sponsoring. You've talked, we've talked about nose ability, vaccines, beyond meat, 
Uber. There's so many more things that John is doing, not just John, but everybody in Israel in the innovative space called life. Life, living inspirationally for eternity. One of the genius aspects of living in Israel is that you recognize you are in the midst of eternity. John, I want to talk about something that's a little bit difficult, and we'll just touch upon it, and then we'll just have to leave it until the next time. I just read recently that the Israeli economy, which was one of the fastest growing in the world, has now shrunk by 7.3% because of corona lockdown. In order to get back 7.3%, you have to grow 10%, you know, because going up is harder than coming down. Um, And that takes years to get back, even if you're growing at 3% a year. So what do you see happening with this situation of contraction? And how do you see the ability of innovation to burst forth and make a difference that we can grow exponentially? So the the answer is through this startup nation segment of the Israeli economy, which has been the locomotive, which has pulled it forward for decades and will pull it back right away. I don't know if it'll happen over a couple of months or it might even take a couple of years. But remember that last year there was over $8 billion invested in Israeli startups, a huge number. And what we need to do, and we're working on at our crowd, is making sure that that investment continues to flow because there are so many amazing opportunities just happening now in order to fight the pandemic or in order to take advantage of the new normal, the new kind of civilizational you know, uh, trends that we're seeing. And so today, believe it or not, just a few hours ago, we announced the fact that we are raising a new $100 million pandemic innovation fund, which will allow people to get that kind of portfolio I spoke about before. Well, there'll be over 20 companies that are both investing in the medical challenges, such as MIGVAX or site diagnostics. Those will both be in the fund, as well as companies that are doing data automation or remote uh customer support via uh, cellular phones, uh, distance learning. And this is what's going to make Israel rebound quickly. Yeah. You this okay. time. time is of the essence, and we have a worldwide audience. I want to make a quick recap here. You just heard it. The locomotive, the best defense is an offense. $100 million pandemic innovation fund. John Medved, you got 90 seconds. What is your most fervent desire? My fervent desire is to live and be at the weddings of my grandchildren. I've got, thank God, nine grandchildren. Four children have produced nine, and God willing, there'll be more. And I want to say, okay, with that, I I want to see them married, and I want to see their children because we say, in our tradition, that the greatest blessing is ure banim libanecha. The real immortality we can achieve on this life is to see our children's children's children. If you can see that your derech, your way, has been continued through the generations, there is nothing more compelling or satisfying or fulfilling as that. 
And I will add one word only and then have John not speak. And that is in peace. P-E-A-C-E. Shalom. So everybody, just a quick recap. You're listening to The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore. You want to listen to this again. You certainly want to do that. You want to share this with at least five people so that a million people around the planet are touched. Go to www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. And remember, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. We're talking about miracles this whole show or seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in by causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. That's innovation. Learn to say consciously and conscientiously three times a day, thank you, thank you, thank you to harmonize and network kindness. And when you think thank, think stands for to harness insightful neural connections and thank to harness insightful and to harness Uh, To harmonize uh, network kindness, keep inspiring noble deeds. That's what kindness is with a calm, aware mind. Then you will be part of this great innovative movement that is bringing joy, happiness, peace, and love to the world in the most positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way possible. Listen again to the show because you're going to feel the inspirational part of the innovative group, that startup nation, an entire nation, millions of people dedicated to believing and giving and becoming mad. That's right, going to make a difference. Our blessing to you is, actually, before I give you a blessing, John, I'm going to envelop you with a hug in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Are you ready, sir? Amen. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Go forth, everybody. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. you for tuning in this week to the joy of living please join barry shore for another edition of the program next tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel and as barry says give me five share this show with five people you love bring joy into your heart and love unto others and we'll see you here next week